Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash little things. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I'm Kosley. I'm a writer and mom of four living in the Bay. I love talking about creativity, tech, and motherhood and how they fit together. It's Little Things, the podcast for women who never want to stop learning. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. This is Kosley. Um, I want to do something a little bit different today. I want to do a question and answer episode where I answer a lot of your questions that you've asked on Instagram stories and a few questions that you've emailed me. Um, I love how on Instagram I can ask on Instagram stories if you guys have any thoughts on different things. And I get a lot of responses, but I haven't had a chance to share those so I want to do that on this episode let's so let's get started the first question is do you have any podcast recommendations I know you love podcasts what do you like to listen to and you guys know already that I do love podcasts I listen to a lot of them I feel like I'm kind of falling out of love of out of from a few that I usually listen to but I still love happier happier in Hollywood almost famous scrubbing in (laughs) these are all my uh, selfish pleasures that I like to listen to. Um, I also love Young House Love, um, Live Free, uh, what else? How I Built This. Sometimes I listen to Super Soul, but I can't always do it. Um, I love 10% Happier with Dan Harris. He's an amazing interviewer. Those are my favorites right now. It kind of ebbs and flows. But when I asked you guys for your podcast recommendations, you said you love, um, well, Jill said she loved Harry Potter and the Sacred Text and another called By the Book, which is two friends who read a self-help book together at the same time and then they try to apply it to their lives and then come back and do an episode on what that was like. It's like a brilliant idea. I love it. Reagan suggested Little Known Facts and another called Milk Street. Mim recommended 3 and 30, Pod Save America and The Daily. And I have recommended a couple episodes back, uh, like drama um, podcast that's coming out on Amazon Prime. It's Julie Roberts is going to be in it, but it's called Homecoming. And I absolutely loved it. Listened to it in a couple days and really, really loved it. So if you want to give one of those a try, I would recommend Homecoming. So the next question is, what is the best nursing bra? So you know on (laughs) past episodes, I talked about my nursing bra debacle, trying to figure out a more comfortable one, one that will last. I have had four kids. I've worn and I've breastfed all of them. I have nursed a lot and for a lot of time of my like life from the past seven years. And I've never been completely happy with the nursing bras that I've had. I feel like they're generally not very flattering and wear out quickly and 
quite ugly usually and so I've been kind of on a mission to find ones that are better so I asked on Instagram and you guys totally delivered I heard recommendations for the Target nursing bras third love kindred braverly um Uniqlo which is not a nursing bra but I'll talk about that in a second and a couple of other brands and a brand from Amazon and another company I can't think of off the top of my head but it's in the comments of the nursing bra uh, Instagram posts that I put up um, asking about them. Anyway, I spent hours researching this um, and spent about $400 on nursing bras to do this research. I ended up returning several of the bras, but I found a few that I absolutely love. So I want to talk to you about the ones that I found that I'm a huge fan of. So the first is th- my all time favorite is the Uniqlo bra, which is not even. A nursing bra. It's from their line Arism. If you've probably heard of those undershirts, I don't, maybe you haven't, but um, they're like these undershirts you can wear over your bra and they will like smooth out the lines. Um, they're awesome. And you can get the Heat Tech version of Arism, so it's nice and warm. Short sleeve, long sleeve, tank top, spaghetti strap. There's also pants. They also sell them for kids, men, like the whole family. They're awesome. And we had them in New York and really needed them for the winter. Um, but now I just use the undershirts. But anyway, they sell bras. Uniqlo sells bras. And there's a specific one. It's called the Arizon Bra. It has no clasps. It's cut from one piece of fabric. has removable cup pads um but so it is well padded but there's no seams or like lines clasps buckles nothing it doesn't have straps like a typical or doesn't have a snap like a typical nursing bra but it doesn't matter it's like this stretchy fabric you'll just like pull down maybe that sounds inconvenient but I it's no big deal like I love this bra I wear all the time I need to get another one because I'm wearing it a lot I need to get another one um so that's my top one it's Arism it seems true to size you can order it online from uniqlo.com the other ones that I loved I was surprised how much I love them but someone recommended Kindred Braverly now I can't get behind that name that name is trouble I just do not like it it's bad name for a company in general but anyway they have great bras so here I am talking about them um they're really comfortable. I ended up buying two. I think it ended up being less than $100 for two, maybe like $80 for two. One was on sale. Um, and they're like a little more coverage. Like they hit a little higher in your cleavage, which maybe some people prefer. I like that a little bit better. It's more comfortable. Um, nice, thick, like elastic around a strong clasp and they're like a nice thick material that's really soft and they're really padded um and i've loved those i've washed them each a couple times and they've been fine they've held up really well there's a little bit of pilling um which i don't love and i'm a little disappointed about that but overall they have kept their shape and are really nice um and just a gentle reminder remember you can't wash a bra like normal clothes like you need to put it in a laundry bag wash it on cold never put it in the dryer lay it flat to dry and when you store it you're not supposed to fold it in half 
and like lay the cups inside each other. You're supposed to like just lay it flat with both the cups up. Um, yeah, but make sure you're not drying it or washing it laundry bag. I had like a bra specialist tell me that's like the fastest way to like for them to stretch out and wear out. Also, you should be like replacing your bras every year if you're taking really good care of them year year or two if even that's still even if you're taking really good care of it so um okay anyway so there's that one I did order two from third love the a push-up and a non-push-up the push-up it clasps in the front the non-push-up it clasps in the back the push-up was pretty comfortable however when I tried on the kindred bravely I was like okay I'm returning the third love bras because the kindred bravely were just so much more comfortable the non-push-up third love nursing bra was pretty comfortable like probably most people would really like that but again I tried the kindred bravely and they're like softer and just a little more comfortable the push-up third love nursing bra though looks so nice under clothing so if that's what you're looking for and you're willing to sacrifice a little bit of comfort, that could be a really great option for you. So, and then, of course, there's the Target bras. I'm sure we've all worn these. They're a great go-to. They're like 20 bucks. The Kindred Brave really are better, for sure. However, I get that Target is just so much easier to just go and grab one. And I also still really love the um the target brand like the jillian and jillian crossover nursing sleep bra that's soft there is no lining and it just is a crossover i have a few of those and those are really nice for nighttime or just home during the day um when i'm not as worried about like support and just want more comfort so that's still my go-to for like sleep bras so anyway, and then I also got a note from a listener Lene. Hey Lene, um who was so curious about someone's comment about being able to take or buy a bra at Nordstrom and then have it retrofitted to be a nursing bra that she went and tried out herself. So she sent me a message and said that it is true. You can buy almost any bra at Nordstrom and have it converted to a nursing bra for $16 and you can order a bra online or in the store and you can talk to a bra specialist there and they'll help you pick out one that's that's best for um, fit, uh, color, and durability and the certain material that holds up better with being pulled up and down a lot at the corner of the cup like you do with the nursing bra. Uh, but she said you can, when you go to pick it up after they've um converted it you could actually just pull up there's like curbside pickup so if you have your kids in the car you don't have to get out of the car they'll just like bring it out to you or something and um that is really awesome so anyway for $16 you can buy bra at Nordstrom and have it converted so that's another great option if you have more thoughts on nursing bras or you want to see those comments of other brands that listeners recommended you can go to my Instagram it's at coastrider k-o-s-w-r-i-t-e-r and look for the post about nursing bras and you'll see all the comments there Shall we do a little ad break? I love to read, and so do my kids, but I get super sick reading in the car. So when we're driving to see family two states away, our sanity depends on Audible. The night before, 
our all-day drives of fun, <laughs> we load up my husband's phone with at least one Audible audiobook for he and I, and download new episodes of our kids' favorite cartoons on the iPad. On our most recent 12-hour drive, we listened to The Martian. And another drive, we listened to The Zen Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. And on another, Born to Run. We like to keep it nice and light. <laughs> the next books on my list are Dare to Lead by Brene Brown and a reread of one of my all-time favorite YA books, Walk Two Moons by Sharon Creech. If you'd like to try Audible on your next epic family drive, I recommend the free 30-day free trial on Audible. Just download the app. And to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com backslash little things. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash little things for your free audiobook. Link in the show notes. Brooke asks, when do you work with your kids at home? So this is a really, you know, this is a big question because I know it's really specific to your certain lifestyle and work situation and family situation. But for me, um, I have found something that works for us where I can work from home and have the amount of time with my kids that I want to. So how I've worked this out is... Uh, about a couple years ago, I started working with a natural bath company called Tubby Todd. They're based in Southern California, and I can work. I could work remotely with them. So what I would do was I'd get up at 5 a.m. and work from 5 to about 7:30, 7:45. And while I did that, at the time we had three kids, and my husband would be up with their three kids. Um, He did breakfast, getting everyone dressed and ready for the day, and then taking the two older kids to um, kindergarten and preschool. And so when he was about to leave, I'd say goodbye, hug and kiss, and then he would leave the one, at the time, one or two-year-old with me, and he would go to work. He works in the city, and the two kids would go to school, and I would be done with work. So, but by that time, I would have already had two and a half hours done in the morning, which always felt so good. Um, And I liked that it, like mentally and emotionally, it felt really good to say, okay, I wake up in the morning and I do this first. And for me, that time working felt like me time. It really like helped me focus and it was a really good start to my day and I could really get in the flow and I was excited about the work I was doing. So it was really energizing and like a fantastic way for me to start my day. And I'm also a big morning person, so this worked really well. So then the kids are at school. A couple hours in, my one or two-year-old at the time, um, he would take a nap. Now, he was a really good sleeper, so I had like two, three, three and a half hours to work, and I often did use that whole time to do more work. So that, so that was five and a half, six hours already, and it would be like 12:31 and I already worked 6 hours during the day. And then I'd go and get my preschooler and my kindergartner with my toddler. So then there would be the four of us and then we'd come home um like potty break, snack, change clothes, wash hands, whatever, relax a little bit and then we'd go to a park for 2, 3, 4 hours in the afternoon to early evening. Um which is something we really love to do. And we have a small house, so getting out and getting their energy out and me getting out and getting to see friends was just um, a much better system for us and kind of kept 
us all happy. So we do that, be outside, come home. Um, they'd get in the bath. Um, I'd bathe them, then make them like a quick dinner. We'd eat, start bedtime. Um, I'd be reading and then my husband would come home from work. Um, he takes the train home. It takes about a little over an hour in the evenings and then he would take over with bedtime and um, with reading, prayers, tucking them in. And while he did that, then I could kind of clean up downstairs, um, hang out for a few minutes, relax, and then he and I would get to hang out once our kids were asleep. Um, And then sometimes he and I would both work on little things here and there, but a lot of times I was already done with work for the day because if I had already worked six hours and that was plenty, and we could just hang out when I was done. The other thing is, this, is that we, our kids go to bed early. Like we do 6, 6.30 bedtime as much as we possibly can. So they're in bed early enough that we do feel like we have kind of a stretch of the evening that we can, you know, have some alone time, he and I, or just ourselves alone doing, working on projects, side projects, um, which we both love to do. So that is... A huge advantage if you're wor- wor- looking to work a little more in the evening. But I also do a kind of work that's really flexible. Um, I can do it from home and that's something I was kind of hoping when I was in school. I tried to figure out a way because um, I knew I wanted to have a few kids and I was like, ah, oh, what can I do that would, that would be a little more flexible with that? But it's also been really lucky because I've just met... Um, made friends at these conferences and, and, uh, found work at companies where they're okay with me working remotely and, and having that flexibility. Um, so anyway, that's worked for me. I'm really curious how other people do it too. And it's also interesting because this is what we did, you know, before we had four kids, but now we have four kids. We have, you know, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, a two-year-old and a two-month-old. So obviously this is all crap. Like this is all blown to heck right now because like I'm not sleeping as much at night. And so of course I'm not getting up at five and writing for two and a half hours in the morning. Like the priority right now is, is kids, the baby, and like me getting sleep like that. (laughs) You know, and 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 so this is all on its head. And so we're going to have to figure out what we need to do to make these changes to make it work again. But I'm pretty confident that we will be able to figure out how I can work again from home like 10, 15 hours a week and make it work. So anyway, thanks Brooke so much for that question. I hope that helps. Um, I think it's also just interesting hearing how other women figure it out. Um, I know a lot of people can't even, can't work from home. Like you're specialized in something where you can't be at home and do that and so I'm curious how other people make it work too. Um, Another question I got was what are the best sheets? So there was a past episode way far back where I went on and on about sheets. I'm like obsessed with good linens. I love good towels. I love good dish towels in the kitchen and I have to have good sheets on my bed. I feel like it really helps me to sleep better and no this is not an ad for like a sheet company or something. This <laughs> I just really love sheets and um, I really like a really comfortable bed. So I researched this way too much. I'm on wire cutter and sweet home way too much looking up this stuff and random blogs and whatever. But I recently bought some sheets based on the recommendation from 
a girl named Isabel who has an Instagram where she reviews products that she loves and she doesn't post super often but when she does you're like oh she must really love that anyway I really trust her I bought a bunch of stuff and loved it too I have similar taste as her and she recommended anyway her Instagram handle is b dot a few of my favorite things and she recommended this this sheet that is made by a company called Jennifer Home and said that they were going to be um, popping up at Costco's for like a limited time around the country. So she said it was super soft. She had slept at like a, at like a bed and breakfast or like somebody's house or something on these sheets and was like, what are these sheets? And they were like, oh, they're from Jennifer home. And she said they were the softest sheets she'd ever slept on. So anyway, I looked them up and saw that they were coming to my local Costco which I also just love Costco anyway. I'm there like every week. And so when they, I put on my calendar and I went when for the two days that they were at my Costco and I spent $100 on these new king size sheets. And I can say they really are amazing. I have to admit when I went and saw and like felt them in person, I was like, wait, this is microfiber, which I don't like microfiber. I'm like... Egyptian cotton, regular cotton, pretty, I like flannel in the winter, but I'm pretty picky about, like, I just like a nice smooth cotton. I'm not really into, like, silk sheets or what, I've never tried linen, but I'm curious, but anyway, it felt like kind of like a microfiber, but it was really soft, but I'm like, I gotta give these a try, so I bought them, and it honestly just feels like a really soft, smooth cotton, and they hold up really well, and they wash really well, but it's really soft, like a cotton, but when I felt at the store, I was kind of like, well, this doesn't feel like as nice as I thought, but when I brought them home, and we like slept on them for a couple weeks, I was in, like they are so soft, so they're called Jennifer Home, and you can buy them online, and I believe it was $100 for a king size set, which is a typical price for, for king, so um, anyway, good investment. I also really like, you know, I was really kind of like, Ugh, but I didn't know that Ikea sheets, um, I think it's 300 or 400 account. Is that right? 300 or 400 count. They're actually pretty great. Like just a plain white fitted king size sheet is like 50 bucks at Ikea. And I love it. I ended up buying a couple of them. Um, and they're great. It's a big difference. It's a big jump from their lowest thread count to the highest that they sell. So get the highest that they sell and it's worth it. And you can, if you don't sleep with a top sheet, which we don't always sleep with a top sheet, we do a fitted sheet. And then I have a duvet and then a blanket on the top, like a coverlet. Um, I like a thick, heavy duvet on top or two. Um, and like in, I liked how when we went to Scandinavia, they just do a fitted sheet. They don't do a flat sheet too. It's just a fitted sheet and then a duvet over the top and you just wash the fitted sheet and the duvet cover. You don't have to worry about the top sheet. Anyway, so at Ikea, you can just get the flat, sh- the fitted sheet alone. And it's like, I think it's 50 bucks. I can't remember for sure, but it's, it's really affordable. So that can be a great way to go too. And all these other brands, I like looked into like Parachute um, home and Brooklinen, and there was a few others, and I was kind of like, you know, I don't know, and like Schoolhouse, which have beautiful, 
um, patterns and stuff, but I'm like, I don't know if it's worth the money. It's like pretty big jump. And I'm just not sure with like four little kids and we don't really have like the fanciest washer and dryer that I can really, that it really will make that big of a difference for me to spend 250 on sheets instead of like a hundred or, or 50 bucks for a king size fitted sheet. So anyway, if you have a favorite sheet, message me on, <laughs> I'm pretty passionate about this, message me on Instagram because I'll share it in my stories. Um, I was really surprised how much people wanted to know what the best sheets are, but it's something you use every day. I think it's worth the investment. And if you get good ones, you just wash them and they should last for quite a while. Like they shouldn't get holes in them. They shouldn't stretch out. The elastic shouldn't stretch out. They should stay nice and crisp if you take good care of them. So, I mean, I think it is a worthwhile investment for your home. Okay, that's it for the Q&A today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you want to do another question and answer um, episode, go ahead and message me, but I'll plan on doing one in about a month or so so I can keep on top of the questions that I get um, through Instagram. But you can also email me at coastallycummings at gmail.com anytime. And also I would like to say that in the future I'm planning on doing a writer-specific episode because I do get longer form emails asking about how to work from home, how to find writing work, what to charge for writing work, um, how to find clients, all of this. And I'll be putting together an episode as I prepare my presentation for Alt Summit in March in Palm Springs. And as I'm putting that information together, I'll also put together an episode that I'll be sharing in the future. Thanks so much for listening. This has been another episode of Little Things. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe. You can also follow along at Coast Writer on Instagram for writing inspiration and behind the scenes. Talk soon.